Thought Bubble Audio. Look, up in the sky! You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. Who are you? I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. Name the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in paints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hi, and welcome to Beer with Geeks, where two geeks geek out with beer. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, is my man who enjoys a trek through the wilderness. It's Frank. How are you today? I'm doing well. Uh, once in a while, I like to take a trek into darkness. You do into, I mean, I would recommend bringing some of those fancy lights with you, the mm. one, you know, your little puck lights yes, that you have in true. your office, you, uh, you know, because, you know, you, it's a new frontier out there, Frank. That, and, that's true. Yeah. 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 And um, you want to be able to make the voyage home safely. True. True. Yeah. Yeah. Especially after all those strange new worlds and that stuff. But exactly. Exactly. You know, you could come into first contact with, you know, anything new for you. That mm, would be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's anyway, true. Yeah. have you seen Khan recently? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that guy in ages. <laughs> anyway, Frank, what do you think? This doing? is this <laughs> is just beyond. <laughs> ah, dang it. That's good. I'm gonna stop there. <laughs> that's a good one. Uh Frank, I would love to discover what you're drinking this evening. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, okay. Well, here's what I pick card um, to drink <laughs> today. <clears throat> uh, I am drinking, I think this is new. Um, if it's not, then it's new to me. Um, mm. But it's from Rising Tide. Um, it is a new session IPA, uh, the Main Island Trail Ale. Um, and it's a really like very light for an IPA, thus session IPA. Right. Um, uh, really nice, like really nice and crisp and smooth, and feels like I might drink a lot of these this summer because it feels like a nice sort of like a summer IP, a summer. Yeah, it's IPA. so it's interesting. It's very like not in the way that I, that I weirdly get in the mood for stouts in the summer. Not like that. Yeah, like no. in, in the way in the traditional actual summer. And it's hot, sense. and this heat is making me not hungry. I better have a stout, <laughs> Frank. Probably <Yes. laughs> yeah. well, less and less so in my thirties. I'll tell you that. Much. Yeah, that's yeah. All right, well, that's okay. Times they they are changing. They're catching up with me. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm having. It's a Rising Tide Main Island Trail Ale Session IPA. But uh, what about yourself? What, what are you sipping on? Well, um, it's it's rather cold outside for for a spring. I don't know about where you are, but all of a sudden it's always like, you know, spring, 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 winter, spring, hmm. spring, 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 and, and I got a, a slightly winter day. Yeah. Um, and so I am drinking I, what I believe is the remnant of uh, my Sam Adams cold snaps. Oh, uh, actually, nice, I thought nice. it was seasonally or at least day appropriate because we are, in fact, having a last cold snap. Yeah. Warm weather. Yeah, really it does. Sets it in. does seem to be. I hope it's the last one. Gosh. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's not, I mean, you know, I this I like this time of year because it's the like you can 
wear a sweatshirt or shorts it doesn't yeah. matter you'll be yeah. comfortable either way um and uh just wear them together um yeah yeah don't but, be uh, that person who goes out for a run shirtless in shorts in 40 degree weather like who, who are you trying to impress i don't i don't i, I don't, certainly I don't. would never do that i don't go anywhere shirtless really no no i try not no. to uh, no i yeah. um mostly you know for sun protection you know because you know my skin is so white mm -hmm. that the sun will gleam off of it and blind sure, everyone sure, sure. in the, my near vicinity i don't have that problem i really do it more for eye protection i'm protecting the eyes of those around me <laughs> uh well frank um something something lead in transition with looking at things with eyes you like star trek <laughs> um, <laughs> um yes uh, as you can tell by the borg implant over my eye uh yes i like star trek um nice. yeah uh i've been on a big star trek kick lately um between season four of discovery and um as we record this season two of picard is is almost finished but not quite um so i uh, yeah i've been really enjoying trek um more than i have in years honestly and um and i understand you're starting to dabble a little bit in, in trek as well yes well i i i think i've always dabbled that's probably the best way to describe my relationship with star trek um i've never really submersed myself and every time i try i and I don't lose interest. I just like move on to other things. I don't, I'm not exactly sure what it is. And so, um, so I'm about, so I, as like today, actually I am like resubmerging myself into Trek and I have started watching star Trek discovery again, because mm. I watched part of the first season and I just couldn't get into it. It didn't feel like star Trek to me. Um, mm -hmm. Star Trek yeah. is innately yeah. optimistic about the future. And I actually saw it was either a tweet or an article, uh, the other day about why Star Trek is hard to swallow now. Um, I don't know if you saw this, um, no. but like, like why are people having a harder time accepting Star Trek than they used to? And because people generally don't see the world moving in that direction. Where they don't see like like everybody working together in harmony and optimism and all about you know discovery and new ways of thinking and acceptance and all these things that Star Trek are about and people are like that's not what will happen yeah and and I I can I can get behind that to an extent but like I like the optimistic things because I want to believe that's where. The world will go and if we think that it won't then it won't like you have to believe that it will sure. to, to make it happen that way it's kind of like being a superman fan like people say superman's boring because he like trusts people and yeah yeah and stuff I'm like well you yourself have to like i think be somebody who is also uh trustworthy or will not trustworthy but willing to trust others or yeah. believe in the best in people and things like that yeah, it's sort of a self-fulfilling prophecy in a way, right? Like, or like you can sort of manifest it by like, if we all acted that way, then the world would become that way, right? Right. Uh, but but it's 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 hard to be the one that starts it. Um, and yeah, I think that's that's true with Star Trek too. There is this optimism that like humanity can do anything, and that humanity will do all these great things in the future, and that there's this, you know, um, this this uh, uh, utopian future if we if we want it. 
Um, and uh, I, I like that aspect of Star Trek a lot. I always have. I've also always really liked the aspect, and, and and I think you're right that Discovery doesn't really have that in the same way, right? It doesn't really have that well, same gleaming idealistic future. Um, yeah. Well, the the first season didn't to me because mm-hmm, I mean, like you've mm-hmm. read through the first season, and it's the and it's the Klingon War. So like yes. I I get like yeah, war is bleak. Like I'm yeah you know, yeah. Uh, so I understand that there's not like hey everybody life is great but also we're at war so sure but I, if that the first season of discovery from like about half the season that i saw like it just it felt like a reaction to other things like mm. instead in the current pop culture instead of being faithful to star trek and what makes star trek star trek um and so, so I dropped out of Discovery season one, but I, I decided my father-in-law actually is a huge uh, um, Trek fan. Um, is it is it actually Trekker now? I want to say Trekkie, but is it like, are you supposed to say Trekker? It, it is Trekker, not Trekkie. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Well, he's, yeah. a, he, he's a Trekker. Like, yeah. you know, like I, he's got memorabilia and the other day he was like, oh, you got to help me build that model of the Enterprise that I have. And, mm-hmm. you know, like, so he's mm-hmm. like, He's got his his stuff, and so I'm like, and I finally got him to watch the new stuff, even though I'm not watching it myself, like because I'm like. Oh, so he wasn't watching it either. No, we didn't have Paramount Plus oh, sure, or sure. App or a way to get it. So we finally, like, after a few years, like, got the Apple TV, got the Paramount Plus, and so now he's like watching nice. Picard. He's watching um, uh, Discovery. And so when he's talking to me, he's like, ah, you know, Michael, like she whispers a lot and, you know, and like, <laughs> it's just like bothering him. Um, but he's liking them and, you know, nice. which is big because as a, you know, he's an original series guy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's his bread and butter. And so, so I'm like, all right, well, if you're enjoying them, maybe I should really go back. Mm, and gotcha. Gotcha. Try, try again. Mostly because I also really want to watch Strange New Worlds. Yes. Um, like that looks so good. It, it looks, looks so fun. good. And yeah, it looks and so that's like kind of what I've been waiting for. I'm like, well, I know the the Enterprise crew is in second season of Discovery, so I might as well just kind of right, make my way into all of them. Yeah. So yeah. so that's yeah, so that's where I am, but I, I have found this first episode of Discovery in the second season more Star Trek in mm-hmm. the 35 40 minutes that I've seen of it than the entirety of the first season of first Discovery. Season. Yeah, this show gets more and more Star Trek as it goes along. I think um, season four, and I won't spoil it in case you you, you do decide to stick with it. I mm-hmm. hope you do. Um, season four is the most Star Trek feeling. Like, okay, now this feels like traditional Trek, and and in a good way. So it like if that get, I mean, if that is an indication, like it kind of just continues to sort of get closer and closer. And and I think by season four, it feels like a Trek show. Well, that's good. I mean, because Brian, but Fuller, with its own its own spin on it too. Yeah, well, because Brian Fuller. Is still the showrunner, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, okay. He at least created it. I'm not sure if he's still a showrunner. Okay. Um, well, I know he created it. But, yeah. But he's a huge Star Trek guy. I was he listening is. to him on part of that. What made me also dive in? I was listening to him on the King Cast, which is the um, Fangoria Stephen mm. King podcast, and uh, he was talking about something else. I can't remember. Maybe Christine or or something like that. And he, he was also talking about Star Trek and like where that love of star trek came from and what's he like and i was like oh man like like 
I want to know what happened in the like you clearly love Star Trek and the maybe I don't want to say the right things about Star Trek, but what makes Star Trek Trek? And yeah. like so like where did the first season discovery go? And I was a little so anyway, I, I'm back into it and I, I'm really enjoying this first episode. It just nice. there's a camaraderie, there's some good banter, there's the sense of discovery. It feels more like JJ Abrams Star Trek right now. Like it's got that kind of flair yeah. to it, and, and it which, was which I love. I love that Star Trek, so I'm okay with that. It was conceived to feel that way. Um, I see. Okay. It it I think the original development of it sort of was inspired by a lot of. I mean, that's why um Alex Kurtzman um is, is a co-creator uh, gotcha. of the show. Who he also um he he I mean he worked with Abrams um on. I think All he three of them, I think. Co-wrote him him Abrams and Orsi co-wrote um the, the original uh 2009. Definitely 2009. I don't know about Darkness. Yeah, I'm not sure about the other two. And it was a different team. I think though I still think Alex Kirschman still did something for the third one. I think he was still a producer or something. But anyway, he he yeah. he so there was a there was like a pedigree there, right? Of keeping it in line with the with the it doesn't necessarily take place in the Kelvin universe, but it was supposed to be inspired by the aesthetics of it and the 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 tone of it, it in a lot of it ways. It definitely does take place in the traditional the traditional universe, universe which yeah, I, I don't there know are, has an official name, but I don't know what it is. Whatever, yeah. But the the mainline sort of timeline. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, That's the, what I thought. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um for reasons. Um, I mean, even just like, look, I mean, you know, you know, you just said, you know, that the Enterprise crew is, is in this. So like right. just the fact that that um, Pike is Anson Mount and and not uh, Bruce uh, Greenwood means that it's not the. the that's yeah. Very good. Yeah, universe. that's a, a very, a very good point. I, I remember when they build Discover when Discovery was coming out and it was, you know, you know, it's the prequel to the original Trek series. Yeah. 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 It starts 10 years before the, the original series and all that. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, and I just like, and they throw money at it. It looks so Oh good. yeah. It looks awesome. Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, it, it's <clears throat> discovery is really interesting in. um And like I said, in this, in this latest season, it feels the most like Trek. I, I started and stopped a few times though in season two and in season three, I hit points where I was sort of like, you know, got less interested as um, the thing about discovery. that's different about, I think pretty much every Star Trek show that came before it is that they do the big season arcs. Yep. Um, and it's not, it, it, it's, um, didn't enterprise do big season arcs or deep space nine did big season arcs. I haven't seen much of deep space nine or enterprise. Um, so I'm less, I'm less, um, fluent in those. Yeah. I'm pretty sure deep space. It's deep okay. Space nine I'll take your word for it. I'm, yeah. I'm totally. Yeah. I know more about Trek history and fandom than I do than I have actually watched the shows. <laughs> well, th this show gets very very into those arcs and and it can sometimes be a little hard to follow or like they sometimes feel a little drawn out at least for me, but but by the end of a season it sort of all ties together. And certainly I felt season 4 was I, I think the strongest of of the entire I didn't show. even know they had a four that came out. I thought it was only, only three just so far. Just oh, wrapped. It just it just wrapped. Oh, it just wrapped like a, okay. like a couple of month or two ago. Oh, oh, um, oh, are they doing a five? Is it confirmed? I believe it's fifth and final. Fifth and final. Okay, I believe so. Yeah. Um, well, maybe I'll be able to catch up before it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. There. I mean, five years of any show is 
that's you know that's you know good on you like Absolutely. that's a yeah and they're they're um they're clearly leaning into trek as a paramount plus um you know uh, uh, draw um yeah. well i it's mean the it, biggest brand right? it is so, yeah. yeah it's their biggest franchise it's um and it's it must be working for them because they've got uh they're doing the disney plus thing of like just like there's always either a star wars or a marvel show on at, a, mm-hmm. at any given point there seems to be pretty much always a star trek show on at any given point uh, right but, now where you've I was assuming, you got the card you got you got discovery wrap, which is because um i wouldn't say when this comes out i think there's a week before strange new worlds comes out yep i think yeah something mm-hmm. uh, along those lines so um so yeah i guess they're so what's the one that's coming out after strange new worlds oh i guess I there's, be, there's below decks or lo, below lower decks. decks yeah 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 um, which I haven't actually started that yet, but I hear such good things. And I'm yeah, I heard it's great, and I, yeah. I not that I'm afraid to watch it, but that I, I am not a big enough trekker. Am I a big enough trekker to get the jokes? Mm. You know, like I, like I can watch Harley Quinn and sure. get every single one of those jokes because that's my because you know DC is my DC is thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I get everything that they're they're throwing out, but um, but will I get, or does it matter? I guess you know, like is it? It has to be designed for more than just fans. Yeah, I think I, I feel like I, I the people the people who have enjoyed it and talked on the internet about how much they've enjoyed it are people who I tend to um, respect their opinion and agree with their opinions on on share their opinions uh, with uh, on. on media so i feel like you and i would like it just based on that alone um and i i i think when well i don't know if there will be a point where there's not a trek on <laughs> but if that happens that might be the thing where i turn to and i'm like all right cool now i now there's a trek shaped hole in my heart let me uh <laughs> let me let me fill it with this let me fill it with the, the, yes show. exactly um so i i i've been looking forward to that uh, um picard is some of my favorite Trek that I've seen in a long time. Um, I think Picard is, is really, really engaging and really keeps me interested. And, and that's where they do, like that's sort of the, sh- the Star Trek show for Star Trek fans because like, yes, it's obviously taking a beloved character and, and building, you know, a, a, telling new stories around him. But they pull in all these subtle references to every Star Trek series. Um, some really subtle ones, uh, real like Easter eggs, um, all the way up to like, you know, familiar characters showing up um, from, again, every from Voyager and as well as Next Gen. And um, there have been hints of things from Deep Space Nine and um, even Enterprise. Um, so th- they're doing some really interesting stuff there. They're about to have their, their, we're in season two right now. Their third will be the final season, apparently. Um, and a whole did, bunch uh, of next gen people are coming back for season three. I saw that, which is mm-hmm. very exciting. Picard, I got about again about halfway through the first season, and it was holding my attention more than Discovery. It definitely was like, this is, it does feel like Star Trek. This is good. I like Jean Luc Picard. He's my favorite captain. So mm-hmm. I am, you know, like I'm on board for, for all of these, for all of these things. I don't know really why I stopped though mm. like i just but then like when i think about going back i'm like 
I should probably start from the beginning because I don't I only remember like the briefest of bits, mm. but um but you I was a pretty good job on that show though of like if you watch the previously on Star Trek Picard thing at the beginning, you'll probably catch up most again. of it. Yeah. Probably. I think that I think you're right in that show is definitely more for fans because mm-hmm. people would show mm-hmm. up and be like, ah, uh, yes, you. Yeah. I'm supposed to know who you are. <laughs> yeah, I there's a tell. lot of that. Yeah. I, I, yeah, there is a lot of that. There's a lot of there are things that go over my head, or at least I I can tell I should know who this is, but I don't, or I I, I can tell that this name they just said should be significant, but um and yet it doesn't take away from my enjoyment. I've gotten actually really into shout out to our friend Vactor um and his uh his podcast Treknological, uh, where he and his friend Shaf talk about uh whatever Trek show is on currently. They go, you know, it's a weekly recap show. I'll, I'll link them in the show notes to do a great job. Um and then uh, another friend of mine has another another show called Strange New Takes, uh, where mm-hmm. he and a bunch of friends have a round table discussion each week about their their hot takes on whatever Trek show aired that week. So I'll link to both of those. Those are great podcasts. And I I, I enjoy listening to those because they have more of a wealth of knowledge than I do. And a lot of times listening to their analysis of of the show um enhances my own enjoyment of it when they'll explain that like, yeah, this was a reference to this episode of the original series. Um, and maybe it's something that I have seen, but I just didn't remember the reference. I didn't remember the character's name or whatever. But once they mm. explained it, I'm like, oh, I have seen that one. Okay, Gary Seven. That's who that is. Um, so that's that's um a, a you know, sort of getting more into the the internet culture around it enhances the enjoyment of it. Uh, I think that it always enhances the enjoyment of any yeah. like sometimes a good after show yeah, exactly. is is a great um is a great way to keep me engaged. We say as totally. people who did a Supergirl podcast. And that's for, right. Yeah, yeah. For how long? I mean, but like you watch the episode and be like, yeah, that was good. And then you talk about it, be like, no, that was really good. Like, yeah, did a really good job. Like, and so it, it does help to, you know, book club it almost. Um, totally. Totally. Yeah. You know, the, the water yeah. cooler talk, uh, you know, version of talking a show out um, or anything out. I, I do have a, a question for you. When you are, like let's say faced with a free evening and mm. you can only watch something star trek like w- like what version of star trek do you fall onto and i'm going to split this in two ways like um i like i know you're going to fall to 2009 star trek most of the time i know that if we're talking like, about a movie like i can only watch one movie like yeah it's probably going to be that one or maybe con yeah. Okay. Um, oh, I, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, well, that's, 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 but those are, that's my, my point. So like, do you like, like, so if I'm like, okay, I got to watch a Star Trek movie, I'm either going to fall into, um, like 2009 Star Trek wrath of Khan, and then probably first contact would probably mm. be like, it would be like, if I had to choose, it would be one of those, but if yep. I had to watch the show, I'd probably turn on the original. Same. It's okay. going to be either original series or uh, or next gen. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I that's um because there's so much out there, right? You know, like you said, you haven't done um, Deep Space Nine or Enterprise. Yeah, those more I've caught them. I, like whatever I've happened to catch, you know, when it's been on or whatever. Well, I, I guess watch like, those as intentionally. 
I guess why haven't you then? You know, like if there's like all these things, all these like things are opening, you have a free night and you're like, I could start watching Deep Space Nine. It's yeah. Star Trek. But like you don't. You fall back to something else. Is why is that? Haven't thought of it, I guess. Like mm-hmm. or or haven't like, you know, it's, it seems like a lot to bite off. Um a whole a whole new series. Yep. Um, haven't been in the right frame of mind or had the time to like, you know, get into a, a whole series of, you know, when when you're um when you have limited time to watch say you know tv on on your own like my, my, my wife isn't isn't gonna be into trek like to, to watch it with me right so it's gonna right. be stuff that I, i'll watch when i have my my uh, some time on my own or whatever and when i do have that i'm probably gonna watch the new episode of picard or the new episode of discovery or whatever and i'm not gonna sort of slow binge you know a, another series i i've started a couple of times and just not had the wherewithal to to, to continue um i don't know i guess it's no different than any other like Name another show that I I want to watch but haven't like had the time or or had the opportunity to really sink my teeth into it yet. It's no different. No, not, makes, not lack of wanting to. No, that makes sense, especially with new Star Wars, uh, Star Trek content. Yeah, um, you know, making its way, making its way known into the world. If I asked this question ten years ago, it might have been a different, might be a different answer because sure. like, it was only ten years ago. Your option was. Uh, into darkness basically yeah yeah. the new piece of content yeah that was and that was it that there wasn't anything there wasn't anything else so it is a it is a brave new world for it is it um, is for trekkers which is exciting yeah Yeah. and Um, you know the other aspect of of trek that i i like and that i don't know that any show is really doing this right now i hope that um strange new worlds will is the sort of twilight zone aspect of of mm. you know the Roddenberry style of storytelling that was very much um like a little morality play or or had a had a um a moral of the story told through the familiar characters um you know going to these new settings and meeting these new cultures and you know he he could get heavy handed about it sometimes city on the edge of forever or whatever but like um but it was he was trying to say something, you know, uh, mm-hmm. the way Rod Serling was, um, and and you know the new the new Twilight Zone, uh, Jordan Peele's Twilight Zone, like do, does that really great too, um, yeah. but but Trek hasn't done that in a in a in a little bit now. No, and the best I would Trek lo- to do that was or the Orville, like because that's what yeah that's Orville right was doing yeah yeah yeah, and I would love I would I I wonder if Strange New Worlds will do that, um, or if it's going to be more of i mean because like it does seem like their their charter let's say is closer to the original series and the next generation mm-hmm. uh so you know than 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 we've seen in a while um voyager I mean, even, did it even the show it's voyager that was the one i was missing i knew there was a trek show that i could not think of the name of but um mm. i know that um strange new worlds is supposed to go back to the episodic format yeah yeah, and and I'm I'm excited for that because as much as I've enjoyed these shows that do the full season arc and tell a, a well fleshed out story and and have the room to breathe, I kind of I'm interested to see them return to this formula that we know can work. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm interested to see them sort of go back to the Roddenberry style, and I I hope that part of that episodic um, structure is that 
that sort of like like what I'm calling the Twilight Zone um, style of storytelling, where there is like a moral of the story that's told through, you know, every culture, every planet, every world is an allegory for some yep. aspect of humanity. Um, and I, I, I don't know. I, I like that. I like that as an aspect of, of Trek. Um, Me not, too. I, I, Trek is a, is more philosophical mm-hmm, than mm-hmm. like, it's, it's almost more traditionally science fiction that way. Like science fiction, a lot of times has yeah. become action adventure, but like, but a lot of science, a lot of science fiction is not really action or horror. It's just, it's more asking important philosophical questions. Yeah. And like, um, like look at Frankenstein, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. You know, yeah, your first, one of your first, um, if not the first, you know, um, science fiction piece. And it's not interested in the action of the story. A lot of it takes place off page, um, but it's really interested in in the morality of the issue of the issues presented by the characters. And that is what I I enjoy about science fiction. Um, and that's really what science, separates science fiction from fantasy. I think a lot of times like fantasy can do that, but good real science fiction is asking questions and doesn't necessarily provide answers. Like you said, like Roddenberry is like quite interested in providing an answer for you a lot of the time, but you know, but there should be some, there should be some debate. um, And yeah, the characters on the ship represent different aspects of humanity. And when, so when they go to a planet, you're, you know, you're able to, um, lens different ways of, of viewing things. So sure. I, um, different issues. So that's what I, I like about it. I think that's why I always turn back to the original series too, because that's what it was doing in a way that the other ones like kind of evolved with pop culture. Um, but I mean, next gen did it too. I shouldn't say that it was just sure, the original sure. series, but I, when I think of next generation, I mostly think of the movies. I don't think of the show because that was my first exposure yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, and those movies are just fantastic. I mean, I just rewatched First Contact um, a few days ago for the first time in years, and oh man, does that movie hold up? It's so freaking good. Um, I was I was rewatching it to brush up on some of the stuff that's happening in Picard season two. I see, and okay. uh, ooh, just so fantastic. What's what a the, tight movie. What's the um, movie where Data and Picard are singing HMS Pinafore? Oh, is that generations or Or generations might be generations. I know it's not nemesis. I know it, it, but I don't know if it's generations or insurrection. Pretty sure Mm. it's generations, but I'm not positive about that. But anyway, if you want to use your one look up while I tell people where they can find us on the internet, I I will do that. The answer to that. I will do that. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. Oh man, love the truck. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, if you love the trek too, we'd love to hear from you. Um, at beerwithgeeks@gmail.com. Our website is beerwithgeeks.com. Uh, you can also tweet at us at, at, at beerwithgeeks and follow us there for uh, to learn when new episodes uh, go up. You can find us uh, in any podcast app, whatever app you're listening in right now. Assuming you're listening in an app, uh, if you would please uh, do us the favor of uh, subscribing or following. Uh, that would help us a lot, as well as leaving a rating or review, particularly on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, that helps us a whole lot. Um, and uh, if you want to tell a friend about the show, 
that that's awesome. That, that that helps us a lot. Another way to help us is to support us at patreon.com slash thought bubble audio. Um, that helps support this show and all the other shows in our network, the Thought Bubble Audio Podcast Network. Um, you know, a, a buck a month um is is all it takes to help help us keep making these shows. So check us out there or thoughtbubbleaudio.com to learn about all the other great shows uh, that are here on the network. Nicely said, Frank. I can safely say that it is Star Trek Insurrection mm. uh, that okay. they sing a British tar um, from the HMS Pinafore. So Insurrection is the one is with the, F. Murray Abraham with a stretchy F. face. F. Murray Abraham. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Romulus and Remus and, and. Yep, that's the one. All, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's cool, cool, the cool. one. Yeah. 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 That's oh. what I think of when I think I, I and I, I know sure. it's, those movies are not always indicative of, of next generation, but they're a little more action oriented, you know, they but, are. um, yeah, but, the, but that's just, that just happens to have been my exposure. Um, so, but anyway, that's neither here nor there now because you already told people where to find us. So it was lovely to speak to you, Frank, as always. And so until next time, cheers, cheers, live long and prosper.